Good evening, everyone. It's Robert Larkin coming at you live tonight from Studio 919. The semester is coming rapidly to a close, and with that, the 2015-2016 school year. For tonight's final episode of Off the Bench, we will be talking about the best moments of the year and what to look forward to next year. But first, we start off with some sports moments of the year that may have gone unnoticed by many on the 40 acres. Unfortunately, tonight, Luke Hendry is out of town covering the Players' Championship, so I'll be winging it solo. But nonetheless, I'll be trying to fill in admirably, admirably for my partner who's not here. Anyway, first off, I want to start off with some moments that many on campus probably don't know much about or uh, didn't realize because a lack of press or a lack of attention around campus. But first off, I wanted to draw attention to a sports moment that really caught my eye earlier this semester when the men's swimming and diving team captured their 12th all-time NCAA title for the Longhorns. An incredible feat. Coach Eddie Reese is probably the most dominant coach on campus and one of the best in the nation. Texas won the NCAA championship with 541.5 points. To show you how admirable a feat that is, to show you how exemplary an effort that is, California Golden Bears took second with an effort of 351. That is an outstanding performance by the Texas Longhorns, and I've never seen such a team on campus dominate in the way the men's swimming and diving team has. They've won 30-some-odd conference titles in a row, dating back to previous conference play in the Southwest Conference and Big 12 play. And it truly is one of the best, play, one of the best teams on campus, and they don't receive the fair share that they should but little do people know they are probably the most dominant in the country. They tied Michigan earlier this year for the most NCAA titles of all time. And truly, I think that Eddie Reese has got to be up there in terms of not only nationally, but also one of the best swimming and diving coaches of all time. Simply what he does, every kid in the state of Texas who swims and dives wants to come to the University of Texas and wants to come and swim in the Jamail. Uh, pool center and I just think that this team really didn't get enough uh, attention especially on campus I know we like to think of football and basketball as our bread and butter but men's swimming and diving certainly has to be one of the best teams on campus and I wanted to give them a shout out there and I know Luke wanted to as well but he's not here with us as I mentioned second off this is one of Luke's favorite to- topics but I also wanted to give a shout out to the Texas men's golf team which captured its 7th Big 12 title under coach John Fields and their 4 straight in Big 12 play. And that's, got to, and that's an impressive feat, no doubt. But out on top of that, the Horns had three All-Big 12 members. Bo Hosler, who, certainly, who won Big 12 Player of the Year and certainly will be in contention for the Haskins and Ben Hogan Award for Best Golfer of the Year around the country. Gavin Hall and Doug Yim also made the All-Big 12 team, One, and the Horns also captured a one seed in the Nashville Regional. If they so qualify in that Regional, which they're a heavy favorite to, they will go on to the NCAA title and be one of five teams to compete in that event. But Texas golf certainly, as I mentioned, doesn't get enough credit, and I think that Coach John Fields has done a remarkable job keeping kids in state and keeping kids in the Austin area, but especially going around the country. Doug Yim is not from the state of Texas. In addition, um, Bo Hosler is from California. And I think that 
Fields has not only done a good job uh, on the course instructing these guys on how to improve their game, and certainly you can see that with Hosler, who has improved dramatically since his freshman year, um, but he's also done a great job on the recruiting trail, and certainly one of the best recruiters on the entire 40 Acres campus. As for our next topic, we'll be talking about the best moments of the year on the 40 Acres, and this is going to pertain to uh, probably the two biggest sports on campus, football and basketball, men's basketball. And uh, Luke and I kind of debated last week. We talked about it, and we don't want to be too cheesy with these picks, but some moments just really stood out to us, and they may seem a little redundant, but they truly uh, encapsulated what a great freshman year it was for Luke and I uh, in covering Texas sports uh, here and especially seeing the emotion and the excitement that came out of these events. So the two moments that we wanted to point out that we really stood out to us was probably first we wanted to talk about Texas beating Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry in Dallas. <clears throat> One of the biggest underdogs I've ever seen Texas go into that game, and Texas nonchalantly goes out and physically dominates OU from the point of attack the entire game. Gerard Hurd shines on with his feet, and Deontay Foreman has a coming-out party, including a long run to set up the Longhorns and give them the go-ahead score for good. And I think that was probably the biggest win and certainly uh, kept Charlie Strong's job here in Austin, I believe. Um, probably the biggest moment in Charlie Strong's career, uh, I remember the commentator, uh, I vaguely remember the commentator remarking something along the lines of, we've been waiting for this moment from Charlie Strong here in Austin, and here it is. This is why he's one of the best coaches in America. And, sir, and I don't think he has proved he's one of the best coaches yet, but that was the moment where we kind of saw the potential this program has this coming fall and the fall after that. And I think Charlie Strong did an incredible job that game. The team played inspired. And the moment in glory that erupted from the student section is inexplicable. I cannot simply put into detail what it felt like to be a part of that stand when the crowd erupted and that final whistle blew in Dallas. What an incredible moment that was. And I know Luke shared that opinion as well. Texas basketball, we wanted to talk about a few moments. First, we wanted to start with another similar topic, Texas beating Oklahoma. Oklahoma comes to Austin, one of the top-ranked teams in the country with OU star and win award winner Buddy Heald. And they struggle the entire game and go on a ridiculous run, something along the lines of 23-0 to zero run. And Texas really, that was the perfect epitomization of what Shaka Smart has taught here in Austin his first year, and that's to never, ever give up and always work harder than the other team. You're not going to be better than every single team always, but you're going to play harder than everyone. And I think Shaka Smart did an incredible job this entire season, inspiring his team, a team that wasn't projected to go that far, goes to the NCAA tournament, does lose in a disappointing first-round game, but they showed a tremendous amount of resilience the entire season and certainly improved the entire year. And I think they did an incredible job of course, they had big moments. Isaiah Taylor making big plays down the stretch. And that was another moment. I mean, that game kind of brought excitement to the arena. It was The Frank Irwin Center was buzzing in a way I've never seen before. Even in the upper deck, 
People were jumping up and down. People were excited. It was one of the best games I've ever attended in a college atmosphere at the University of Texas. And uh, Luke and I, when we were discussing this, he remarked that uh, Frank Irwin Center has been called the library a lot. But that night it certainly was not. And I think that was one of the biggest moments our freshman year in the basketball program. And last but not least, we want to point out when Texas, Javon Felix saved all of our basketball souls with a huge game-winning buzzer beater against North Carolina and probably the most exciting college game I've been to at UT so far. Back and forth game the entire game. Texas fights back in the final moments and caps it off with the best shot in the last five years for Texas basketball. What an incredible play. Javon Felix knocks off uh, North Carolina Tar Heels in an excellent game. I know Luke was there, had a lot to say about we have a lot of criticism for Javon Felix, but that moment he really showed what he was made of. A guy who improved in his entire career at the 40 Acres, not going to be an NBA player or an NBA superstar, but his entire career was admirable, admirable because of what he did to work on the floor, and I think that was one of the best moments of the entire sports year for the Texas Longhorns. Uh, last but not least, I wanted to discuss some moments that Luke and I were looking forward to in our discussion last week. And first, we want to start off with talking about the Texas baseball program. Uh, kind of, we've kind of overlooked them a lot this semester because flat out they suck. They're not good at all. And uh, the Longhorns have a lot to build on. They have not had a losing season. Losing seasons aren't a thing in Austin, uh, but it's on pace to be a losing season this year. And the Horns are in some deep trouble about who will be coaching this ball club next spring. Certainly there's some um, cloudiness as to whether Augie Garrido will be back. I think the interesting question we're looking forward to is whether or not Augie Garrido will be the coach. And if not, who will step in? Uh, is it a coach down in Fort Worth or is it a coach down in Lubbock? Who's going to come here? Um, I think there's a lot to be... A lot of questions that need to be answered with this baseball program. And first and foremost, that starts with who's going to be in the dugout coaching this team. Uh, next, <coughs> we're going to talk about will Charlie Strong succeed in a pivotal third year? It's an important year. A big game on opening night on national television. Sunday night, lone game on Sunday night against Notre Dame in Austin, Texas. The lights are going to be hot and the pressure is going to be even hotter under Charlie Strong's seat if he does not have an impressive showing that game. Shane Buchel will most likely be the starter, and we look forward to seeing if Charlie Strong will build upon last season with his own guys kind of leading the program now, whether his classes will be able to rectify this Longhorns football program. And last but not least, we want to talk about Shaka Smart. He brought an excitement and aura to the program that we haven't seen in Texas basketball in a long, long time. Will Shaka Smart lead the Texas Longhorns to another Sweet 16? Or will it be another disappointing NCAA tournament run? Shaka Smart has the talent here next year. He's got his guys that he brought in, but he also has an excellent recruiting class coming in with Andrew Jones, Jacob Young, James Banks, and probably Jared Allen if he joins the fold here in the next month or so. But Shaka Smart is a great coach. So I look forward to seeing if Shaka Smart can lead this team for not only being a good team, but an elite team in the country. So with that being said, that's it for tonight for Off the Bench. Uh, we'll be taking a hiatus this summer, but make sure to follow Luke and I's sports coverage this summer on Armchair All-Americans and Burn Orange Nation. 
We hope you all have a great summer and can't wait to be with you all next fall. Thank you and hook the points.